Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We are going to talk about the pilot. That's right. The wilderness here is over. Hooray. We can all be happy, happy campers. But before we do that, I my name is John. I'd like to welcome in my good friend, Taylor. Taylor, I have a pretty good idea of how you're doing, but I'll ask you anyways. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, John. Happy Easter to you. Happy Easter to you, listeners. Uh, not that you'll be hearing this on Easter, but regardless, the sentiment is the same. I'm well. A little tired. We had both families over today, so it's kind of like wind down time here. But we are winding up. Winding up a <laughs> yeah. new season of Doctor Who. John, how are you? I'm doing. I'm doing quite well. I, I am, uh, bet. I'm just very. I'm just so happy. I am very, too. very happy. It's been a delight so far. Yes, we'll get we will get to that. So I, I guess you know. Usually we talk about Who news. So let's do that in a. a right. And we have we have exciting news off the bat. Boom! Right off the top. Right off the top, uh, we both, for the second year running, have gotten our Gallifrey One tickets. That's right. Very exciting. Sale last Saturday. Yes. The 8th. And, um, you know, I jumped on it super quick. I was kind of sitting there 15 minutes before I refreshed, 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 refreshed. You know, freaking yeah. servers out. <laughs> yes. And it, it kind of turned out that we didn't need to do that. But no. That's fine. I was, I know that it's totally fine. I'm glad we got tickets. I was so stoked um, to see that um, so many people I already knew um, and have since, you know, kind of come to know since last galley um, all over Twitter was like, oh, yeah, I got tickets. I got tickets. We'll be there. Hooray. Um, and then, yeah, even galley was like, hey, it's been, you know, 16 hours. We still have 40 tickets left. Who wants one? And I was like, really? Yeah, that was, well, I mean, you know what? You could probably credit that to the to the wilderness year. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I mean, okay, great. I mean, I'm glad it's not, you know, the, the, the madhouse horror that I had heard of for years. I mean, I think consistently now um, everybody is saying, hey, look, your work using Eventbrite to do the tickets and everything is perfect. Don't change. One hundred percent agree. They ever Absolutely. since they moved over to a Eventbrite, it's been leaps and bounds better. Yeah, um, I mean, it's only been the two years, and it's only been the two years that I've gotten tickets. But both times have just been super smooth. Yes. Yeah, so our next uh, our next thing we have to do is a couple of weeks here. We will be trying to get some hotel rooms. Yeah, exactly. In lies. May 1st, Monday, May 1st at noon. Yes, there in May Day. We need rooms. Therein lies the problem is getting yeah. the rooms. The easy part is done, the hard part begins. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll talk with the the galley fan and we'll get that sorted, I'm sure. Yes, we'll for sure. Happen. So, uh, BritBox, a yeah. streaming service from BBC and ITV is carrying Classic Who episodes as part of its package. Mm-hmm. It's six ninety nine a month and works on your phone, tablet, Roku, Apple TV, or at BritBox.com, and it launched on April 4th. 
and also it carries a huge variety of popular British shows, including Red Dwarf. Yeah, I'm I'm excited by this. I'm really considering signing up for it um, because I haven't seen Red Dwarf since like season nine and they're on season 11 now. Holy moly. Um, and, and it's really hard to kind of like pick through YouTube and find it. Like BBC is really good about getting in there and quashing that. Um, and there's other stuff. There's like faulty towers. Um, you know, if you're a fan of stuff like EastEnders or some of their more soap like things, all that stuff's all over there. A lot of the like masterpiece theater and mystery shows that I, my folks watched when I was younger, it's all on there. Um, they've got a pretty good variety of stuff. I, I encourage folks to check it out and support it because let's keep it around and let's keep classic who available to the, to the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. So are we, we're going to talk about season 10 or at least the premiere of season 10 in a quick minute here, but here are all of the confirmed episode titles for season 10. Yep. We just saw the pilot. Uh-huh. After that, we have Smile, followed by Thin Ice, followed by mm-hmm. Knock Knock, followed by Oxygen, followed by... Um, <laughs> Extremist? It, it is Extremist. Is it there is. supposed to be a T at the end of that? No. Uh, no, not Extremist. Okay. This is not, you know, the Doctor versus Isis. This is Extremist. <laughs> uh, the Pyramid at the End of the World, that sounds... I think that's the best title of the season. I agree. The, the lie of the land. I kind of like the lie of the land. I'm not going to lie. Yep. <laughs> uh, Empress. Yeah, see what you did there. Em- Empress of Mars, the eater of light, world enough, and time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And the doctor falls. Oh god. Welpity whelp whelp and Moffat. Yes. You know the Moff has actually described the finale as a bloodbath. Yeah. Oh boy. I'm so excited. Right? Oh, the moth. I you know, I have to say in 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 the past 2 weeks since we've recorded last and and all of the lead up and all of the news and tidbits and rumors and press releases and you know, everything that's come out like all of a sudden like the floodgates just kind of opened in like here's what's coming this season um i've seen it a few places you know moffat i think is you know now that they've actually finished recording uh the the season proper they obviously they haven't done the christmas special yet but the the season itself you know moffat is kind of at the end of his run pretty much and you know he's had no qualms about saying look (laughs) you know you fans have really kind of run me over the ringer and 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 i feel it and and quite honestly, I, I know that we're critical of him sometimes, but it's made me kind of sympathetic toward him. <laughs> He's kind of like, look, guys, come on. Well, this hurts. <laughs> and I'm my like, I get feelings it. are hurt, I but guess. He huh? does inflict us with the hurt as well as, uh, oh, it's coming and I'm afraid of it. And yet I'm excited for it. And I just don't know how to feel anymore. I don't either. But Peter Capaldi apparently knows how to feel about the ultimate fan theory of the Doctor's name. Could you? Would you yeah. like to uh, talk about this yeah. a little bit? Let me bring this up real quick because he was uh, uh, the Radio Times reported this. Um, I'll include the link in the show note if you want to read it. And um, he 
such a great, you know, fan of the show as well as, as being such a great doctor. Um, but he says, I'm not in charge um, of the show, so I don't get to have a real name as the doctor. Capaldi told a young fan when asked if he'd ever come up with his own Gallifrey name for the character. He says, but I think he does have a real name. I think the doctor, like everything about him, is a thing he's come up with to make himself understood by human beings. I don't think human beings could even really say his name, but I think we may be able to hear it at a certain frequency. And he says, if the stars are in the right place and your heart's in the right place, you'll hear it. He concluded, too loud applause. Oh, Peter. I know. He's very poetic. He's the best. (laughs) He is. You can tell he's a musician. That's something a musician would say. Right. And he did say it. (laughs) Physics. It's all the same thing. Yes. Oh, geez. We're we're (laughs) almost there. We're almost there. I know. I know. (laughs) John Sim is reprising his role as the master during season 10 alongside Missy. The article does, in fact, say face to face. And now all the world is in chaos. So at the end of the pilot, we yes. got a this. I guess it was uh, this season. Mm-hmm. The last thing we see is John Sim being all a, creepy and stuff. With a bit of, bit more facial hair this time. Yeah. Now I was a little confused because remember there was that article we talked about where Moffat said that we were going to get a countdown. If we didn't want to get spoiled. Yeah, that was not there. That was not there. So I am going to guess that when the news that John Sim was coming back leaked, they got rid of that part. That makes sense. So I'm going to assume he was the surprise. That was my understanding. I, that's, I mean, that's all I can think of. The only, the only other thing that would be more surprising than John Sim Coming back as the master is Christopher Eccleston making an appearance on the show again. Right. That is the only thing that would be more surprising. Yes, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And you know what? Let's wait until the end of the episode to talk more about that. You know, this season on Doctor Who uh, bit of teaser because there's some elements in there where I'm like, oh, this. Wow. Yeah. All right. There's a lot to unpack there. Oh boy, is there ever! But we will but de- save that. We, yes, we will definitely save that for after we review this week's episode. All right, Taylor, yes. are you are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> uh, 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 sure. This week we watched the pilot. It stars Peter Capaldi as the Doctor, Pearl Mackey as Bill, Matt Lucas as Nardole, and Stephanie Hyam as Heather. It was written by Stephen Moffat and directed by Lawrence Goff, or Go, depending on where you're from and how you like to say things. I'm going to run with Goff. <laughs> it first aired April 15th. 2017 and it is the first story of season 10 of doctor who hooray i feel like i just need to have like cheers and applause in the background the whole time you're saying all that i mean you should i was cheers and applause and tears all day yesterday i watched oh, it twice my gosh. no kidding my I, I did too unfortunately my first time was interrupted quite a lot by kids and getting ready for easter and <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, you know. It took a while. But, hey, second time through, that's, it was much nicer. So That's how it goes. So, Taylor, we, have some, we have some story notes, and I'm going to uh, kick it on over to you. 
Yeah, I got to admit, I, I had forgotten how thin the story notes could be <laughs> when you were trying to put notes together, like the day of or the day after an episode. But the Movellans, <laughs> yes, uh, in this story have only appeared one other time in Doctor Who history, and that was the story Destiny of the Daleks. They had a long, drawn-out battle, uh, a war with the Daleks. Actually, nearly wiped them out, so... Um, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, as the case may be, that didn't happen. Um, they actually only appear in this story at the suggestion of Mark Gatiss, uh, who had told Moffat, wouldn't it be funny if it was the Movellans battling the Daleks <laughs> when they go to, uh, you know, get some hellfire? Oh, uh, Mark. I know. It's funny because, but, I mean, we'll jump ahead. I'm going to jump ahead into the story. When we get to this part, I said, oh, my yeah. God. Are we in season one right now? Like, like I thought oh, we were uh, we were in uh, we were at like at the end of season one. Like I it, oh oh yes. oh okay season one of New Who yes. yes oh wow oh that would have been really interesting yeah. too wouldn't it? That's where I thought oh, we were. Gosh, oh, wow! But that no. would have been a good idea too. I like that. We were not there. <laughs> no, we were further back than that. Yes, we were. Um, now, the last time that we saw a ship or part of a ship seeking out a pilot, that was actually in the 11th Doctor's story, The Lodger. Ah, uh, yes. The attic of this house was... Did we review The Lodger or no? I, ooh, I don't think we did. I, I don't think we actually did. We may have talked about it at one point. That was a, I don't I, that's a great up. That's a great serial. I love that one. It's very good. So, Taylor, as always... Actually, you know what? I do have some story notes. Do you? That what I, do you have? That I didn't actually put in here, and I uh, the second time around, I watched it last night. I was watching it with a friend of the show, Anna and Peter. Oh, nice. And it turns out that Heather, the name Heather, is a homage to, I believe, William Hartnell's wife and his daughter were both named Heather. Oh, no kidding. And also Bill, which is short for William. Right. I believe she was cast, and I can't remember if it was it was to the day that Hartnell had been cast as the Doctor. It was like the anniversary day. It was either, and this is gonna, it's either the anniversary he was cast as the Doctor or uh, the anniversary of his death. I cannot remember. It was one of the two. So you know, both sides of the spectrum. Two very big events in life, and you know what I. Before we dive into my synopsis, I should say there's one element of Who News I totally forgot. Friend of the show, I'm going to call him friend of the show because he's cool, um, Paul Verhoeven, not the director, the um, really cool guy from Australia. Um, he's been doing some Doctor Who reviews on his YouTube channel, uh, and he actually is now, just today, uh, released his first episode of his own doctor who podcast called the doctor is in mm -hmm. and he is uh very witty very sharp very well versed and does a great job of explaining things so i really want to encourage everyone uh to go check out and support his stuff i'll stick some uh links in our notes to his stuff and you can catch the pod his podcast on twitter at tdii pod uh, apparently everything else more clever was, oh, was I, already taken. I bet it has been taken already. So I just think of it as Apple and Volkswagen teaming up on a diesel car. TDI iPod. 
he is a fan. He's so fantastic, you guys. Definitely go check out his YouTube stuff. I feel like we have we referenced some of it way back. Yes, yes, we have. And uh, cool dude, great stuff, yeah. great content. Check it out for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So Taylor, as always, you have a synopsis for us. I do. I do. Meet Bill. She serves chips to cute curvy girls. Meet the doctor. He's posing as a professor and researching something strange under the school. Together with Nardal, they're our new TARDIS team. And in the season opener, we see the power of a crush and why you should now always avoid puddles. Ah, yes. The old Stephen Moffat be scared of a regular old thing thing. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? Oh, boy. So, (sighs) I mean... Uh, I mean, we op- we we open in this office, yeah. And the first character we see is Nardole, and I my first thought is he's perfect in every way. Ah, my first thought is wait, wait, was that robot Nardole sounds? Yeah, I mean, I don't how- remember that in like Doctor Mysterio. Well, I mean, w- we do recall that he was. In the previous Christmas episode, before Dr. Mysterio, he, I believe, was decapitated and put into the body of a, like, mech-like structure. Right, the Hydroflax. Yes, and how would the doctor have put him, I I, I assume, he, I don't know, he's like an android thing now. (laughs) I get that in, yeah, I mean, I, I get that in Dr. Mysterio, he's like, you know actually references being reassembled oh, you're just, saying i understand now i figured it wasn't reassembled as you know something mechanical right but then and we also didn't get any of these sound effects right right that's okay so now now we get this and we get i don't know like a like a pipe fitting or a bolt falling out of his armpit <laughs> i th- come on that <laughs> i really i was enjoying how he kind of scooted it away it, I totally agree. Absolutely agree. It was very funny, but it was kind of like, wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah, it was. It was a very. Yes, I agree. And I... Did, did you know that that opening scene where you've got the, the desk and everything and the, the two doors on either side was specifically framed to kind of reference, um, you know, like those those older cuckoo clocks that that you know have the doors that open and the people kind of come out and march oh, around. Oh, really? It was to- that was completely intentional. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's wow. That's very clever. Yeah, I just love the look of the doctor's office. Just mm-hmm. very very cool looking, and I don't know if we've just been stuck in watching classic Who for so long, but this looked crisp. It looked clean, how everything was shot. And, I mean, that could be, you know, because uh, we're just used to classic hoos for the past year. But it <laughs> just looks... lasers and all that, right? Yes, it just looks so good. It, it, it totally does. And, I and you know, we, we, we get these little cues around the room. It's great. I think it's, I think it's really interesting that it, that it opens with Bill. Yes. It doesn't, it doesn't open... With the doctor, we don't have this cold open of something creepy happening and someone screaming. You know, we, we, we get this. It's it's warm. Yes, which is, I think, what we need. We need this. Absolutely. And that may just be a feature of, you know, the, the ornateness of the room, all that wood. Yes. Uh, 
swarm colors, but it, it, it is. It's fantastic. And we get River and we get Susan and Sonics and the guitar. Yes. I mean, we just are hit with nostalgia with the picture of Susan oh and and of River now. Yes. And all the just all the old Sonics just sitting there is just it was so great. I was so so happy. It was it was just everything I wanted. And then we hear the the guitar. So it's it's good to know the guitar is still around. And apparently the glasses are still around. Yeah, whether or not they're still Sonic, I don't know. But I mean, they can stick around as long as they're not Sonic, because we got a super cool looking Sonic now. Ah, oh, love it. And we find out that Bill does not attend the school. No. Um, I thought this scene was great. It was a nice little scene where he kind of gets a little bantery, snarky with her. And she's like, yeah, I'm kind of done with this. Can I go? Right? Which I thoroughly enjoyed because it's it's just, you know, it's new. It's different. It, it is. And... and... You know, I, I kind of love that he's already doing this, uh, you know, anticipating her answers, but getting it wrong. Yes. He cannot. He's not as clever as he thinks he is. Yeah. And yeah, Bill just she knows like something's up. She's just super clever. Just just how did you get that box in here? How Like it says you've been teaching here for so long and he's just like, oh, she's kind of onto it. Like you said, but he anticipates her answers wrong. Yeah, and it's it, it's it's clever, but it is not like um, uh, yeah. I'm 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 just going to compare it to Doctor Mysterio because we got Amber caught up on it last night. Um, it it's not Lucy Lombard, um, yeah, you know, crack journalist, uh, clever. Th- this is a much more like natural kind of clever she's she's observant yeah she's super observant which is just uh it's just it's fresh it's good i love it and she or i'm sorry the doctor says well you know what since you come to all my lectures oh and he also likes that what he says when people are what is it when they're when they don't understand something they frown yes but you smile and i've mm-hmm. i also noticed that that rings true through most of the episode, like she's yeah. usually smiling when she's not, yeah. you know, completely shocked. <laughs> and he says, you know what? I'll tutor you, but you got to be here at this time every day. And, you know, we get the whole, well, everybody calls you the doctor. What What do I call you? The doctor. The and she doctor. goes, that's ridiculous. <laughs> what, doctor what? <laughs> Hey, and then we get some opening credits. Oh, I missed this version of the theme. And yeah, and I possibly <clears throat> cried and possibly also died a little bit. Um, you know, just great things happening all around. And and what better feeling to have after that than I suddenly had an incredible craving for french fries. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, man, I have... just cut to that scene. <sighs> and it's just all like quick cuts. And I was like, oh. God damn it, I really I want french fries now. <laughs> oh man, I really now I haven't eaten dinner yet and I really want some french fries. But I want those I want those french fries. I know they look good. Those are kind of like the steaks steak yes, fries. Steak set, yes. Oh, oh, crap. And those are the best. All right, we got to keep moving or this will turn into All a right. completely different podcast. <laughs> Welcome 
Defrycastica. Frycastica. Frycastica. So uh, we, we get the doctor lecturing, which is cool, and then the the little effects we get with how he how he explains how time works. Yes. And snapshots. Yes, the snapshots, and we kind of you know lay that all out, and just the effects that were going on there were pretty sweet. Uh, the effects are great. The lecture itself is magnificent. That is just a top-notch piece of writing. Oh, definitely. There was a lot of that in this. I mean, we do, you know, we do poke fun at the moth every now and again or every episode, but he does know what he's doing. He, you know, was hired for a a reason. Anyway, we get Bill following Nardle and the doctor, and we got to talk about this door. Yeah, holy crap, this door that we see in the trailer and we think is way toward the end of the season is right here. Oh, yeah, it's right here. Right now, it's under this school. It looks really old, and it's got Gallifreyan symbols on it, and I am suddenly curious and terrified all at the same moment. Taylor, what's in the box? <laughs> I hope it's more than just a severed head. <laughs> I mean, what what could it be? I I have no. Th- I do. mean, could it be? Well, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I well, I'm 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 thinking because it it at, at first, granted, I was watching this on a smaller screen initially, but I'm like, are they excavating something? I I couldn't tell what they're trying to do with this door. Did now? Here's the question: Did the doctor put it here, or? Has it been here for a long time, put here by some other Gallifreyan or even an earlier incarnation of the Doctor, and now he's having to do something with it? All right, I have, I have a weird theory. Those are the best kind. That doesn't make sense. Actually, it makes perfect sense. I don't think Missy is the master. Wait, what? I think she's been lying this entire time. Oh, what do you, you think? Like she's the Ronnie or something? I think she is. She is not who she says she is, and Dude, I that... believe that the Doctor should not open this because the Master is behind that. The actual Master is behind that door. Wow! Because so okay. Wow. Here's a fun. Here's let's That's... dive a little deeper into this theory. Uh, okay, so. If Missy isn't the master, um, I would assume maybe she she is a time lord. I would assume. Sure, I'll give you that. I'm saying this is it was like a fail safe. Somehow the master is put behind this this whatever it is like this time locked thing, and I mean, why wouldn't the doctor try to open? He's like, what could possibly be behind here that the time lords like? wouldn't want me to get to i assume he didn't put it there because he would just open it immediately right so i'm just gonna assume that's my theory is that missy isn't who she says she is and the doctor would is gonna open that door and he's gonna find the master aka johnson behind that door oh wow wow i'm i almost need a moment to process this because let's just say you're right there's going to be a segment of fandom that is going to lose their uh, collective waste products. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if that were to be the case, 
Um, I, I saw another kind of weird theory out there, but having rewatched the scene that it references, I'm not going to mention it because I don't really think it quote unquote holds water. <laughs> See what I did there. <laughs> um, but I like your, I like your theory. I'm not sure whether I want it to be true or not, but I like it. I think it'd be interesting. I, my only other thought of what could be behind there are Mondasi and Cybermen. Ah, uh, yeah, that could probably happen too. That, but that, this almost seems like only yes. Now, yours has a certain. I don't know. My my gut is having a reaction to it, and I don't think it's just the overabundance of of ham and and jelly bean. It's almost it's it's almost like. Oh man, I can't remember where I was going to go with that, but yeah, that's it's 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 it would almost be like Missy knows that the master's still she's like the fail-safe kind of thing, like like pretend to be me so that way when he comes across this thing that he can't open, he'll assume, well, the master's dead, everyone else is still on Gallifrey, so whatever, and I'll open it. Because, I mean, what's always the worst thing that happens? The thing that the doctor does, and it's like, uh-oh, like, I did this thing, I released this, this is my burden now. Yeah, yeah, fair. And what's worse than one evil Time Lord is two. This is true. But, I mean, it would also be nice to have two incarnations of the same person that were not the doctor running around. Yes, I am looking forward to that. But I feel like the... the <sighs> I feel like them both being on screen at the same time is a and the, oh they're both they're both the master. I'm gonna say this is a long con. Boy, dude that that's got that's got some high odds. I mean, like that that's taken like the outside gamble. That's like saying yeah they're actually gonna cast Bro and Atkinson as like the third the thirteenth doctor. <laughs> that's, like, that's like the total like you're not just in left field. You are like out in the parking lot. Yes. Um, to make the baseball reference. <laughs> <clears throat> that is some real outside chances, and I will be very curious to see how that pays off. Uh, BBC, I am available. I, <laughs> If you need an idea, man, just bring me in. I'll sit in a room. I won't bother anyone, but when you need ideas, let me know. <laughs> just let them watch wrestling in the meantime. Yeah. Just <laughs> let me be an idea man. Is that a thing? Like a muse? Is that what a muse is, a muse? kind of? Something like that. Man, okay, the door. So we don't know what the door is, but you've heard what I have had to say. This has been a nice uh, diversion <laughs> from, from talking about everything else. I like this. This is, hmm. Okay, so back to our regularly scheduled program. Bill somehow gains access to this, I guess it's the basement of the... Yeah, and we, 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 get, we get a little little Facebook nudge. Yes. We we'll just set the security to friends only. Friends oh, only. God. Which is funny, but I mean, that's also, it's like, oh, okay. You know, like yeah. al- already. Exactly. Yes. And then I understand that that's, that's also what that's supposed to convey. Yes. Although I want to just pause quickly, jump back kind of to the lecture point, big points for including some joy division. Uh, oh, yes. In the music, some love will tear us apart. I'm like, yeah. yes. Oh, good. Good choice. Oh, and also, you know what? I feel like we kind of glossed over that. We get a lot of things happening in there. I believe that's the first time we see the star-eyed girl Yes, in the club. Heather. We also see Bill and her, I would assume, foster mom. 
Yes. Whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't even know if we got a name. No, we did when she's on the phone. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And she's going through, I guess, you know, all of her papers. And I think she says, you have to watch out for men. Oh, yes. And Bill says, that's not who I have my eye. Or you have to keep an eye out on men. She goes, that's not who I have my eye on. But previously Mm -hmm. before that, it was just like, I want to say within two minutes, we knew that that Bill was gay and it was great. Yep. And it was totally, just like to- totally subtle, totally yes. understated, not a big deal. It's like this girl's a model, but she could think and talk. And I gave her chips, and oh man, I made her fat. <laughs> <laughs> and so Bill, f- oh, and so Bill leaves because she is almost caught down there. Yes, yes, she runs off, bonks into something, makes a noise, whatever. Yes, and she runs into Heather, the yes. literal star-eyed girl. Which I it almost like the girl with the star in her eye. I'm like that. It, that was a Smashing Pumpkins album, wasn't it? It basically was, yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah. They they those two had fantastic chemistry. I was digging their uh, their little flirtiness that was going yeah. on. Yeah, and and you know, Pearl Mackey by all means, you know, a, an attractive woman. But hey, Heather's pretty cute too. Agreed. Agreed on all fronts. So Heather says, hey, uh, can I show you this thing? And Bill says, yeah, sure, why not? So they go to, you know, a location that no one else is around. Yes. And we see this puddle. And Heather's like, this puddle's been here forever. I've kind of been looking in it. Bill's like, all right, I guess I'll look in it. And we have like, do you see anything weird? And I love that Bill's just like, my name's Bill, by the way. Yes. (laughs) By the way. (laughs) And well, it, go ahead. It's funny. It's well, it's funny because, you know, she's like, look, there's this puddle. And she's like, OK, yeah. And Heather's like, it hasn't rained in weeks. And Bill goes, well, it's a construction site. There's guys like they're just going to pee in the middle of the parking lot here. Yes. Oh, man. Just like who every one of Bill's lines is just amazing. I just absolutely. Yeah, really it was just like spot on every time, like every reaction she had. Every like little quip she had was great. I just it was a perfect introduction to this character. Yeah. And then we see the other side of the puddle, the dark side Aww. of the puddle, if you will. Oh man, at the portal. It's a portal, of course, and the link has been established. And all of a sudden it's Christmas. Yeah. Boy, there's a time jump for you. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't even know how long of a time jump it is. Oh, and we, uh, you know, I also forgot to mention the doctor has apparently been teaching at this university for, was it 50? Something like that. It's It's been quite some time. It, it, it's never said, oh, you have been here this long. It's Bill saying, it, yeah, and like people have said, you've been teaching here for, you know, ages, like 50 years. So he's been hanging around for a while here. Yeah. And Christmas hats are back. I was excited yes. about the Christmas hats. We haven't seen them mm-hmm. in a Christmas episode in a while, even though this yeah. technically, you know, it's April, whatever. Works for me. And, and it was filmed in June of last year. So, you know. Oh, wow. Wow. June of last yeah. year. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, so uh, Bill gets the doctor a rug, which I thought was kind of cute. Yeah. Interesting, interesting choice of things, but you know, all right. And this is kind of where we get a little of Bill's backstory where it, I don't know where her dad is. I assume he has also passed, but her mom also passed away Mm -hmm. and she doesn't really have a lot of pictures 
and you know she's just generally sad about it. Well, and he, and even the doctor remarks, "Oh, I, I didn't get you anything." Yes, and then we get the story, and it's like, "Oh, I know it's coming." And if someone's gone, do pictures really help? And then hanging on the shot of River and Susan, I right. I, there's a moment later in this episode. Uh, I won't say what I said, but I we'll get to it. <laughs> we will get to it. So we get podcast. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. And Bill's foster mom says, "Like, oh hey, I um I found a bunch of pictures randomly. I didn't think there were any, but here they are." And we get this really just nice scene of Bill oh, just it. yeah just looking through pictures of her mom. And she's just looking through them all and just she's crying. And then she gets to one picture and there's a mirror behind her mom. And you can see the reflection of a person who looks very familiar. Yes, that's right. John Sims master has been taking pictures (laughs) of Bill's mom. Oh, my God. And it is a long con. Like I said, no, it's the doctor. No, it's Benny Hill. (laughs) It's the doctor. It is. And I I find it weird that, well, I guess we don't have time to bring it up, is the thing. Like, she goes there, and she's like, hey, and then notices the the rug is under the TARDIS now. Yes. And is like, um... I thought you said that was really heavy. Yeah. What's going on with that? And I don't have a note after... (laughs) After that, I feel like a bunch of stuff happened, but my next note is, yo, evil Heather, or Heather is super evil, but also pretty hot. (laughs) That's my (laughs) next note. You've got this little predilection for, (laughs) hey, she's turned goth. Yep, she's now goth. Uh, For what it's worth, I go from the rug to creepy puddle, so. Oh, so we, I believe we go back to the puddle. No, I know what it is. Uh, She's Bill's walking and she comes across Heather. She's kind of standing in the construction area looking at the puddle again. Yeah, and she's like, oh, did you figure out what's wrong with your reflection? And she's like, no. And she's like, come around. And she's like, you better wait for me. And she gets there and Heather's gone. But Heather has actually been consumed. Yeah, very important words. Don't leave without me. Yes. Very key. And... Go ahead. Does the puddle... Oh, so she gets home. Oh, yes. This is the... Almost like the psycho scene. Yes. It was a very, like, cool... Oh, you know what? No, I'm jumping way too far ahead. Oh, yeah, you are. Hang Holy on. moly. I apologize, everybody. My bad. So... <laughs> I feel like we're warming up to this whole, like, reviewing new food thing again. <laughs> I am apparently overexcited. So Bill goes to the doctor. I think this is after the puddle. She Oh, because she goes back to the doctor and the doctor says, what's what's up? Yeah. And then Bill just goes into this long, drawn out explanation. And then she has some theories and all of this stuff. She's looking out the window. The doctor's sitting at the desk. And then and she, has, she has a great line. Hang on. I have to say it. she has a great line because she's talking about her face. You know, and she's like, yeah. Always doing expressions when I'm trying to be enigmatic. Oh, uh, Anna laughed very hard at that. That was and yeah, line. that was a very good line. And she goes, and "There's another really good line coming up in a second. I think she says something like, "What's so interesting about a puddle?" And she's looking out the window, and you see yep. the doctor mad dashing down 
down where she's looking. And I laughed so hard. And then she turned around and the chair's just spinning. And I laughed even harder. (laughs) It was perfectly timed, the whole scene. And she follows him to the puddle. And then (laughs) then she says, why do you you run like that? And he says, run like that. Run like what? Running like a penguin with its ass on fire, <laughs> which was an amazing, yes, an amazing line. It was, yeah, that was, and it, what did he say? Is it er- er- ergonomics or something? Like that? Yeah, something like that. And, you know, we're trying to figure out what's going on with the puddle. The doctor does some doctory things. He figures out that the puddle is n- indeed not a puddle. Well, at least not a puddle of water. Yeah. Uh, and then I, lecture time's over. What's that? And then lecture time is over. Lecture time is indeed over. It's time to go home. Go, and the go, puddle. Go, go do student things. Texts, snoggings, a vegan wrap. Vegan wrap. Get a vegan <laughs> a wrap. A vegan wrap. <laughs> and the puddle now becomes the secret world of Alex Mack, which is a reference. <laughs> oh, all right. You got it. All right. We're good. I got it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I love that show. All right. Never mind. That I was, was like, joke for one. No, joke for two. Excellent. Who also gets it. If you don't, look up The Secret World of Alex Mack and hope there's maybe some clips on YouTube. There probably are. 90s Nickelodeon is back, baby. So Bill goes home. She is in the loft, hanging out, showers running, and she gets a phone call. She goes, hello, and it turns out that it's her stepmom, and she's like, I treat myself basically is what she says and she goes well wait who's in the if you're not here like is there somebody staying with us she's like what no and she's like i gotta go and she arms herself like the whole scene just the whole scene where she's like is it so and so if it is just tell me i'm gonna come in there now make sure you're decent just the whole thing was just great it was just like a a polite terror yes and suddenly, thank you, Moffat. Now bath time is spooky. Yes, everything that everything has to be spooky. Everything normal is now spooky. We know this. We do. <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> she goes into the bathroom. Nothing's in there. They do the silhouette on the curtain. Mm-hmm. An homage to Psycho, which was awesome. I really, yep. really enjoyed that. And. There's water like everywhere, and she's like, "There's nobody in here. I don't see anything." And she, for and some reason, literally wet footprints. Yes, wet footprints. There's the the shadow in the shower, and she, you know, pulls back the curtain. Nothing there. And then she looks down into the drain, and there is Heather's star eye, and Heather's super goth now, and I'm totally into it. <laughs> <laughs> She looks even more smashing pumpkins than she did before. And she's got a star eye. Oh, that was the other thing. I The really, like, super cute thing where Bill was like, oh, it kind of looks like a star. And she's like, I'm getting it fixed because it's a defect. Yeah. And she's like, well, at least it's a defect that looks like a star. And I'm like, yeah, Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes her unique. And it's super awesome looking. Like a star belly sneech, but in the eye. <laughs> Works for me. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. So... I have another, it's like a weird crossy kind of theory because she's running all the way back to the doctor because, of course, why wouldn't you? And 
I believe this is where we get stopped outside by that tree, that super cool yes. tree, which yes. you know the director was like, I really like this tree. <laughs> we this should tree we should film it like 20 times with different stuff in front of it. More on that later. And we start to get Bill talking to Heather, and Heather is mimicking everything she says. Yes. Now... Does this sound somewhat familiar to you? Um, yes. My brother used to totally do the, I know you are, but what am I? When I, oh, oh, you mean with the episode? Um, oh, shoot. Uh, it vaguely. Do you know does. what's funny? Help me out here. Do you know what's funny about this? This, this villain, this monster could have been in last season because it is a bit of a hybrid. And I will explain it to you. So the waters, waters of Mars. Okay. Drippy, drippy monsters. Yes. I don't know if the drippy monsters could go in and out of, you know, if they could Alex Mack it or whatever. <laughs> I don't think they could. Very, very Mack. But, you know, know, drippy, drippy monsters that used other people as hosts. There you go. Okay. No, I, I totally get it. I still use the water wins. Water always wins. Line <laughs> with my kids. Water always wins. And... Do you recall whatever was going on in the David Tennant episode Midnight? Ooh. Uh, um, Where we never really found out what it was, but it was mimicking whatever another person would say. Oh, yes. Okay, yes, I do. I, I, I vaguely remember that episode. Yes. That was oh, the, the that was the bottle episode where he where they were on a spa day and he's like, I'm gonna go on yes. a tour of these crystal things. Yes, 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 yes. And then insanity ensued. As it does. Yes. So <clears throat> I got a I got a little bit of that vibe from this villain, this monster. Oh, wow. Wow. It's new who people. John's got the theories and other stuff. Man, theories galore. Just stepping it up. Speaking of yeah, stepping I, it up. I feel like I'm dropping my game. No, it's fine. Okay. We're team. We pick each other up. Come on. Word. Speaking of stepping up the game, I believe Doctor Who has stepped up their CG game. I don't know if you agree with me. I I do agree with you actually. I know that they used some some you know practical effects with the water. It wasn't you know one hundred percent CG, but the CG that was there was pretty well done. I agree. I agree for sure. Like, I remember seeing a behind the scenes thing with with Heather's character where. Um, uh, a good deal of her hair was was actually like a uh, uh, a wig that actually had tubes running through it, and they oh, were that's pumping awesome. water through. Oh, and she like yeah, just the look of her was like just super drippy. Like she, it, it did look like she was made of water. Yeah, and 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 when she was standing there, you know, like legitimately standing there, not coming up through the water, there they were literally pumping water all down her she spent just yes. days just drenched oh and when the when the water like dripped on her eye that was so creepy oh yeah oh that was creepy wasn't it yes it was it was very like just the the whole like her just standing by that tree in the mm -hmm. fog with the fog rolling in it looked oh man mm -hmm. it was so great good yeah times. no they did a fantastic job the tension was fantastic so Bill finally makes her way back into the doctor's office, closes the door behind her, puts mm -hmm. the chair up against the door, and the doctor is like, hey, 
Bill, what's going on? <laughs> and that's when the water starts rushing through. We get the cool CG of Alex Mack. And the doctor's like, we should go into the box. And you know, he's like, oh, man, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> that's just like, he's like, man. She's like, what are you talking about? And they go in the end. My entire, my all of my notes are just in caps. I would just, as usual, but more so this True. time around. And are. he's like, we got to go into the box. And they go into the box. And he's like, we'll be, fi- we'll be fine in here. It can't get us in here. She goes, "What? the doors are made of wood. And it's it got windows. windows. <laughs> and she's just looking out. And the doctor, and this is... This was, and I'll just use the phrase I used, goddamn brilliant. It was. There is a, I I don't know if this is the correct technical term, a lateral tracking shot where it pulls back from Bill and it's like you see the glow of the TARDIS sign. And and that's all you can see. And you can see the outline of her. And we're pulling back into the, I mean, we know where we're going, but we pull back into complete darkness. And she's Mm -hmm. just, you know, milling about, talking about stuff. And I loved how uh, all the lights don't turn on at once. Mm -hmm. It gave it like that kind of old feeling like lights turn on, like boop, 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 boop. And everything turned on. Yep. And she says, I know you're not a big sci-fi person and turns around and the absolute wonder and shock in Bill's eyes. Uh It, it made me, I I was on cloud nine. I was just so, so happy. And then the doctor had to go and say, you're safe in here. You're safe in here. And you always will be. And I went, damn it. Why did you have to say Doctor that? No? Not Doctor Who, Doctor No. <laughs> and just man, the 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 way she portrays turning around and seeing that is just whoa, it's perfect. It was so good. Mm-hmm. I just want to go go off. I think this is probably one of the best introductions to a companion we've had. Not saying I agree that, with that. I I don't know if it's better than any other one companion you know why i don't even know if i want to say it i think it was better than amy's i said it i said it it's on recording don't take it away i think i would have to go back and watch but i think it's better Ooh, interesting thought i just had (laughs) anyway sorry uh she says it looks like a really posh kitchen Mm -hmm. and he like he the doctor, he's so happy. He is just so, he's like, yeah, look at this place. And not getting any of the reactions he wants. No. At all. There is a, a certain almost kind of, uh, not mean smugness, but there's almost a, a bit of smugness that comes off him when he goes, TARDIS, for short. And TARDIS. Like, You've been working on this in your head for a while, haven't you, dude? And oh, it's yes. not the way you're expecting Yes, and she says it looks like a really posh kitchen. And he's like, what? And he's like, every, you know, he's just going in these big long, and she's like, where's the bathroom? She's like, And he's like, what? She's like, I, well, you know, I got scared. I'd like to go to the bathroom. And let's be honest, all that water? Yes, I exactly. And I, I love that uh, confirmation that the TARDIS has a macaroon dispenser. Right. 
And I love that she passes Nardole and he's like, oh, human, human. And what does he say? Do you want me to kick? Like, he basically says, do you want me to kick her out? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. It's like, no, forget it. And that's when they decide to move. And she's like, oh, it's not a kitchen. It's an elevator or a lift. Yes. And then that's when we go to the door, right? We're at the door. Yeah, we go down to the vault. And, you know, she's still kind of trying to figure stuff out. And they're at the door. The doctor and Nardo are at the door. And the doctor says, this is taking longer than I expected. And at first I thought for like a split second he was talking about the door. And then I realized what he was talking about. Uh huh. Well, and they also think that that um, Water Heather is after you know the vault or whatever. Yes, whatever is in the vault. But go ahead. It turns out that finally Bill utters the line. You know, it's bigger on the inside, and I laughed so hard when Nardole goes, "Hey, hey, we got there," and they shake hands. I really. I need a gif of that. Like always uh, yes. for everything. I was just so, so happy. And I guess the other thing about Nardle is he is the perfect, I, I guess, like um, accent to the dynamic between Bill and the doctor. Yeah. So, so far, I mean, it, at least in this episode and in the last episode, he was like the perfect, just, I don't know what you would call him, but whatever. He, yes. It's just good stuff. And banter's happening, Nardle's happy, all this cool stuff is, is you know, everybody's getting along, trying to figure stuff out. She goes, I think it's a coincidence. And the doctor's like, why would it be a coincidence? And she says, because wouldn't it have just come here a long time ago mm-hmm. to find this? And I also got, we talked about Psycho earlier. Got a little bit of a, the, it, sound, it felt like an homage to the blob with the water coming down the stairs. Yeah, I could see that. Just a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, reach in there a little bit, but that was that was fun. And the doctor's like, "All right, let's test this out. See where yep. uh, where we're gonna go." So they they go to Australia, and Bill is freaking out. <laughs> yeah, and she says, T- "Are you from space?" No, nobody's from space. <laughs> Love Good that. stuff. T one thousand mirror, and then. Uh, the doctor's like, all right, this thing moves quick. Let's test it. So we go 23 million years into the future. And yes, everyone, in the future, there are still rock quarries. Yes. Kind, uh, of, kind of a cool looking rock quarry. Like, I love the detail of yes, this planet. I was like the little sparkly stuff in the air, the plants. I was just happy there was a rock quarry, to be honest with you. Yeah, that made you feel good, huh? It made me, made me feel like we were still watching classic who in that i had never <laughs> truly left that era where we just yeah. always need a rock quarry although interestingly enough this rock quarry had a puddle it did have a puddle and bill just goes up to the puddle you know hey, bill i'm i was so disappointed i was like bill we were just talking about how the puddle is evil mm-hmm. why are we gonna go look in it just be like, hey, there's a... I mean, she did technically try to say, hey, there's a... Pu-. She did for like a brief second, yep. but that was basically yep. the end of that. Mm-hmm. And Bill almost gets sucked into the puddle because uh, Water Heather is there. And apparently <laughs> it time travels as well. So this is a problem. Yeah. 
And the doctor gets this bright idea. Let's go to, I don't know, let's go into the brightest fire of all time and we'll run into it first. This should do it. And Nardo's like, oh, no, please. This is bad. And this is when, <laughs> I mean, everything we see, like, in the preview, like, we get Tom Baker's Sonic thrown right at Nardo in this episode. Yeah. We're just off and running. And when they go out, when they go out of the TARDIS and we hear the doctor has been detected, I... I surely thought we were in season one for like the look of the the layout of this place we were in. I was like, we're season mm-hmm. one. We're in that. Um, oh, boy. What is that place called? The space station. We're in that was. space station and we're going to see Captain Jack. No, I didn't think I didn't go that far. <laughs> I, you know, looking looking back at it from from your comment, I can see why you thought that I can totally see that. Oh, yeah. It looked cr- it looked in. Yeah. It looked almost exactly like it. And I loved Nardole sonicking like a bunch of things. And he's just like, things are exploding. He's like, oh, I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so, it was just so good. Yeah, it was. And then what? Oh, we, uh, we run into a couple of Daleks. Yeah. We get to see them of Alan's. And yeah, we get to see those people get destroyed. And then we get to see. Heather, and then that's how we figure out who, why she says exterminate. Yes, and so many theories about that. And oh, it was just this. Yes, and it was just like, oh, that's all it is. <laughs> Which is kind of honestly a little disappointing. A little bit, but yeah. I, I'll roll with it. I'll give them. I'll, I'll, yeah. And I'm trying to think. Oh, we have Heather versus the Dalek. Yeah. Well, we have we have. Oh, yes, Heather versus the Dalek, and then Heather the Dalek. Yes. And then she's in that Dalek, and I loved the the manipulation of sound. I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. cool, and I love that the eye stock had the star eye. Yes, which I thought was great. And and then I have the note. I'm not even taking notes now. I'm so focused. <laughs> That's great. I, I just yeah. I I kind okay. So the way I watch this is I did it the reverse way. I usually do it. Usually I watch the episode without taking notes, and then I'll watch it again and take notes. This time, mm-hmm. I did it the other way around. I don't know why, but that's, you know, I usually give myself the reaction, and then I go deeper into it. Yeah. And I loved the line, never underestimate a crush. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, she made the promise, like, don't don't leave. That's the last thing she remembers, like, don't leave, don't leave me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and I love that it's Bill who puts it together. Yes, and it's like, Bill, don't touch her. Listen to the people you've traveled through time and space with. <laughs> and she does. But I also like really enjoyed how that scene was laid out when she's kind of like seeing everything that water mm-hmm. Heather is. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's still in it to be just like, hey, all right, I got to say goodbye. And she's like, all right, bye. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the end of that. Just that, you know. <laughs> and the doctor's like, are you okay? She's like, yeah. And then Nardole says, that's the doctor for you. Oh, and then he says, you don't look like you're okay. And the doctor says, she's fine. Mm-hmm. And that's the doctor for you. Never notices the tears. And I was like, oh, man. And then Bill said, I don't think they're mine. And I went, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh yeah. So then, oh boy, here we go. Let's just get into this, shall we? 
Uh, yeah, man. We're back in. <sighs> this was hard. I'm not going to lie to you. No, I I totally get it. I, I felt every beat and every feel along with the rest of everyone else. I mean, this is this was a heavy scene. Doctor says, hey, I just want to do something. And she's like, what's up? She's just like, what's up? And he goes to do the hand thing. And she's like, whoa. <laughs> Hold up. What's going on? And she goes, are you trying to mind wipe me? And he's like, um, like, it's not going to hurt. And he and he's just like, she's like, no, I've seen movies before. I know what you're trying to do to me. And she, he's just, ah, man, it's just like so crappy. We'll just say crappy. <laughs> you know, can, can, can I, I'm, I'm going to ask a question that I think might just push this knife a little deeper. Okay. But, but if he actually has been teaching here for 50 years. Oh, God. How Don't say times? it. Don't say okay. it. Okay. Do okay. you think he? Oh my goodness! Um, that is that's a great theory, but it also makes me really, really sad, and know, also like really disappointed in him. You know what? If we're lucky, he hasn't done it once. I'm gonna assume. I, just in my head canon, I'm gonna assume he hasn't because it almost seems like this is the first person he's talked to in a while because he is talking to pictures and a TARDIS fair so (laughs) she says just let me let me do it for a week let me just keep my memories for a week let me have good dreams for a week Mm -hmm. and then she's like fine do it fine whatever and he goes to do it and she says you know what I just want you to imagine what it would be like if someone did this to you. And then it was like, Bam. oh my God, somebody did do that to him. Mm-hmm. And then oh, oh, the show you. has the audacity yeah. to play Clara's theme. And I mm-hmm. said, F you out loud. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was so, I was like, oh, Moffat. Mm-hmm. And he says, he says, go, just leave, go, before I change my mind. And she runs away, and then he <clears throat> tells the picture of River and Susan, he tells them to shut up, and then the TARDIS makes a noise, and he tells the TARDIS to shut TARDIS up. To shut up, yes. And, he says, and the, TARDIS support, the TARDIS is sporting a nice shade of teal. Yes. I'm like, that's new. I kind of like that. And he says, I, t- I promise I never do this again. I don't do this anymore. And... There was that nice little scene where Bill kind of checks to see if her memories are still there. Mm-hmm. I liked that. And she's like, all right, cool. And starts to run away. And she is cut off by mm-hmm. this this tree, this gorgeous looking tree that we must put the TARDIS and the doctor leaning next to it on. We have to have it. I must have the shot. And it paid off. I think it did. It, to- it totally did. It looks fantastic. It totally and did. Yeah. The, uh, he basically says, you know, TARDIS, it means, what the hell? And I was just like, this is so great. This is great. <laughs> now, you you said you had a, a theory about this tree? Other than it just being a nice... No, I just to... think it looked very nice. That was the theory. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's just a nice looking okay. tree. So, since since we are being so full of theories this first episode, um, I'm I'm going to at least share the theory that I don't actually think holds water, but why the hell not? <laughs> what the hell? Um, so somebody on Twitter, and I, I apologize because I don't, I don't remember who it was, 
pointed out that as Bill is coming down the stairs and stops and checks to see if she's got her memories. Yes. And then you don't hear the TARDIS. So this person has the theory that that's not actually the doctor and that's not actually the TARDIS. That is the puddle or something. What? Uh, right. Okay. 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 Oh, oh, okay. 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 Keep okay. going. Keep going. Okay. So here's why I don't think it holds water. Um, because as we're following Bill down the stairs, we are focused on her. We are focused on her point of view and she stops and she assesses her memories. That is what she is focused on, not focused on anything outside of her head. And so we as the viewers are also there. We wouldn't necessarily hear the TARDIS. Right. And I also feel like we have, there are plenty of times where we don't hear the TARDIS, but it's there. Probably very likely. And I, and I feel like this whole, like, well, it looks like the doctor, but it's not actually the doctor has been done before. It was the impossible astronaut. I mean, it seems like if this person's theory really were to pan out, it, it's been done. And not to say that that kind of stuff doesn't, kind of get rehashed sometimes but right yeah it's like i read it and i was like wait really really and the you other i literally brought the episode back up played that scene and went okay yeah you don't hear it but i see holes where you know you could be like well eh, not really and i think the other thing that when i went oh okay that kind of makes sense i feel like when they're at the puddle for the first time the puddle it, i believe they said something like the puddle uh, it was kind of like it could it could shape shift, but it, or it was like a line like it 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 is what it needs to be or something mm-hmm. like that. So then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that would be crazy if it was actually you know it's like oh well I'm gonna be this blue box and this guy. Yeah, and but okay, uh, you know we've also seen that the puddle can travel in space. It can travel in time. Yes, definitely. And it's basically you know leftover coolant oil fluid from some spaceship whose yeah you know would it possibly be whoever left the vault true let's take that intuitively hmm but how old are those scorch marks how long has that puddle been there we don't know these things we do not we do not know these so hmm 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 interesting mm. indeed so yeah, we got a, a whole lot of stuff going on here. All right. So, I mean, we get the next time, and then we get the further next time. You Did, did you say you had some more thoughts on the, the Series uh, 10? Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like there's there's a little bit of unpacking that can be done with the trailer. I didn't really write anything down. Um, but the simple fact that we, I mean... Think of the casual viewer, possibly the casual viewer who's like, who's this guy at the end with the beard? Like, who's this guy? I've never seen him before. Yeah. You know? Or or the casual viewer who is not steeped in podcasts and news and Twitter and, and, and Facebook and everything going, wait, 
why is this regeneration happening in the middle of this trailer? Yes, that's another. I'm like, why? Why would you even show that much of it? Trailer cutting people. Yeah, that's a very interesting. I don't. Yeah, I don't know about. I mean, because I feel like we've been faked out on a regeneration like 15 times now. <laughs> that it's just kind of like I don't believe it and I almost wonder if Moffat's smart enough to go people have been faked out so that there would be no way that the the fandom would burn him to death <laughs> if it wasn't a fake out and we literally just get a regeneration it it feels to me like looking at that scene that that actually does kind of look like stuff that I have been at least led to believe is kind of like that three-parter. Oh, it definitely, it has to be, right? That's totally what it looks like. Now, I've heard people kick around the idea that like, well, maybe something happens and it kind of starts then and he has to spend the rest of the season kind of holding it back because he's got work to finish kind of thing. I don't know. But, I mean, he is scheduled to be in the Christmas. The Christmas episode is his last episode, right? Every, everything I hear, yes. So... He is in it. Yeah, but here's the other thing. For how long is he in it? Ah, aha, aha. I don't have anything else to say other than aha. I'm on to you, Stephen Moffat, with your fake... Missy is the master masters behind that door thing. Well, and I don't know (laughs) somebody again, stuff that I I read and I I go, Oh, that's interesting. And I don't make note to credit it. So I I apologize to whoever threw this idea out there, but in, in an interview, Peter Capaldi actually said, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, I, I just got done filming my death. Not my regeneration, my death. And I think it ties into this whole like alt water doctor thing and that it's like, like that's, that's the fake out or something. I don't remember. It's late. It's been a busy Easter. I can't think anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's a whole, it's a whole host of questions is I think what we're getting at here. I think that's a whole can of worms for another week. Speaking of another week, next week, no longer next time, it's next week, we're back to our weekly format. Nice. Um, The attack of the emoji robots. Or as we like to call it, Smile. Smile, and that is directed by Lawrence Goff and directed by Frank Cottrell Boyce. Yeah. Yeah, written by Frank Cottrell Boyce. What did I say? Directed? Directed. Well, I mean, Moffat's just trying to throw us off everywhere. So who knows? No, I don't know. <laughs> As you said, it's been a long, long it day. Has. It has. So good day, long day. Let's uh, let's uh, wrap up this show up. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Apex Buddha. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Podcastica. Rate and review us as well. Also, subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Just go over to SoundCloud.com slash the NOTLG. Subscribe to us and all of the other NOTLG shows. Uh, Head on over to NOTLG.Spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Podcastica shirts. I think we also have some buttons and probably a mug. Get a mug. Yeah, coffee's good. Coffee is good. I don't think I'm going to go for coffee this late. 
but it wouldn't affect me. Anyway, yeah. huge shout out to the Y-Axes. They do our music, yaxes.bandcamp.com. Follow them on Twitter at the Y-Axes. They're also on Spotify. That's that's it. Yeah. That is all. Um, join us again next week. We will be talking about Smile. Mm-hmm. And we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. Ooh, boy. <laughs> boy. All right, you ready to do this thing? Let's do it. I am over the goddamn moon. <laughs> Turn you up a little bit. Turn me up.